You are tuned in to Scar's Talk with Pastor Monica, and I am truly honored to be here with you on this podcast tonight, today, or whenever you may tune in. You know, many of us go through things in our lives where things just seem to happen one after another after another. And you're crying out and you're like, God, I don't know how much I can take. I've suffered so many losses in my lifetime. I've been through so many trials and tribulations. I've been rejected. I've been lied on. I've been abandoned. I've been sick. I've lost my job. I've lost my friends. I lost my home, my car, my family. Sometimes I didn't know where my next meal was going to come from. God, I'm just tired. And I don't know what to do. But if you're real, God, I just need you to show me. I just need you to show up and show me some things. To just prove to me that you're real. Many of us have felt like that before. I've been there. You've been there. You've been there. And our guest tonight has truly been there. But I want you to know that no matter what situation you're in right now, no matter what you've been through, God is able. He will pull you through if you just have faith and if you just believe. And maybe if you sit back and you stop thinking about all of the things that have gone wrong in your life and you start to focus on the things that have gone right, you'll change your whole way of thinking. Things could always be worse. Somebody always has it worse than you have it. Our next guest is a true miracle. And as I said before, many people have heard my testimony and they say, Oh my God, you're a miracle. Well, we're all miracles. But this young lady right here, Sister Ebony Canyon, was left for dead. Imagine having your innocence stolen at an early age by someone you trust or struggling financially before even knowing the meaning of the word struggling. Ebony Canyon has had her share of tumultuous events, yet even she was stunned when a speeding car hit her intentionally, dragging her through the streets with her body folded underneath the vehicle. She was in a coma for nearly two months. Ebony had no idea her tongue and face had to be sewn back on, or the list of 30 other life-threatening injuries that she had sustained. Ultimately, Ebony had been left for dead. 
and this horrifying firsthand account of a survivor. Miss Canyon delivers a riveting story about overcoming tragedy throughout her childhood and developing the will to live after numerous attacks on her life. Her strength to eat, walk, and talk again will leave you spellbound and inspired. Her scars tell a story that must be heard and will have you never wanting to complain again. Right here tonight on Scars Talk with Pastor Monica, we're going to let Ebony Canyon tell a story of her scars. Again, her book, Left for Dead, can be purchased on her website. And we will give you that information a little later on in the interview. However, tonight someone is going to be blessed. And so I'm going to, I'm going to need you to go on to my scars ministry facebook page and like page or you can go onto the website www.myscarsministry.com or you can go to my personal page which is monica k harris on facebook and i'm going to ask a question from our interview tonight. And the first person that will inbox me the correct answer will receive a free autographed copy of Ebony Canyon's book, Left for Dead. Now you have to listen. And again, you have to go to My Scars Ministry Facebook page, like the page. I will post a question, and then the first person to answer that question correctly will receive a free autographed copy of Ebony Canyon's book, Left for Dead. So we're going to take a moment and then we're going to get right into the interview tonight with this dynamic woman of God so that she can share her story with you. We'll be back in a moment. about giving up after that tragic night. Being dragged for over a quarter mile and sustaining life-threatening injuries has changed my life forever. But now I've got to use what was meant for evil, for good. I can't give up. I have to empower others who might want to give up. I absolutely have to tell my story of how I made it through. I have to talk about all the other disappointments and tragic moments I've gotten through in my life. When I think about all that I've made it through, I get chilled. Imagine being raped by someone you trust. Imagine becoming a young widow with two kids after one year of marriage. The list goes on and on, and my will to live does too. My scars tell a story that must be heard. 
Hi, my name is Ebony Canyon, and I go by a survival story. I was actually uh, run over by a car, and um, I was there almost almost 200, 200 feet uh, when my body folded up under the car. If I didn't live, I was expected to be a vegetable. I had four missing teeth, a fractured jaw, uh, the le lower left side of my face um, was ripped up and had to be sewn back on. Uh, my tongue was nearly severed, uh, that needed to be sewn back on. Seven broken ribs, collapsed lungs, broken pelvis, broken legs, uh, dislocated spine. Those three have a rod and screws in it. Uh, my entire back uh, was actually scraped off uh, due to being drugged by the car, so I needed a skin, skin graft on that. Uh, but, but I survived. Myself, uh, my sister, and two of my cousins. And we went out and we had a great time, and um, we decided to go back to my sister's house and, you know, continue having a good time. And at, at this moment, my life changed. We got to my sister's house, and there was a car in the in the driveway, and we wasn't expecting any anybody to come over, so we were trying to figure out who could it possibly be in the driveway. My sister noticed that she actually knew one of the females that was in the car. And this, it was her enemy who was actually in the car. And they, they got to arguing. And in the meantime, I, I'm trying to tell everybody, you know, just leave it alone. I apologize. We apologize. Everything just go ahead. You know, it's not working. And in the midst of me saying that, one of the females struck me. You know, my family members jumped in, the other females that I was with. And my nephew, he ended up running out of the house and breaking up the fight. And, you know, we thought everything was over with because they, they went and got in their car. And I'm standing directly across the street from them. They had the option of going either right or left. And they came straight towards me. And I remember bracing the hood of that car. And that was the, the last, last memory I had. My recovery process, it, it was a long, a long, 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 long process. I went from um, being slid from in the bed because I couldn't feel from my neck down at first and I began to get feeling back in my hands. And then I couldn't feel from my waist down for a long, long, long period of time. A whole lot of my eyes I couldn't feel from my waist down. Yeah, I actually felt as if I was a baby because I was getting fed and and I would have to push food back in my mouth, you know, and, and have to know how to keep it on one side and make sure it goes down the right pipe and, and everything. So I had to learn how to eat it. I also just want to give people a reason to never give up, never give up on things, to keep fighting no matter how hard things get, to keep fighting through whatever comes your way because things are going to keep coming constantly and it's how you deal with those things that keep coming and this is the reason why i'm writing left for dead because i want people to know that i am a survivor
back, everyone. This is Pastor Monica K. Harris of My Scars Ministry, and you are with me on Scars Talk with Pastor Monica tonight. And truly, I am so excited and elated to have this dynamic woman of God that I'm going to present to you tonight to come on here and tell her story. I, I have many people that tell me how how wonderful God is after they listen to my testimony and how God delivered me and everything that I went through. But I tell you what, if you're going through anything tonight, anything, and you think, I just can't make it, I just want to give up, God is, is not hearing my prayers, he's not listening, he's not moving. I want you to just stop and listen to this awesome woman of God tonight. She truly is a living, walking, breathing, talking testimony. And when I came across her story some years ago, the catchphrase that caught my attention was, my scars tell a story that needs to be heard. And immediately I was like, I have to find out who this woman of God is. I have to, I have to reach out to her. We have to connect. We have to bond because, of course, my ministry is my scars ministry. And after seeing everything that she had gone through and she said that phrase right there, I made it my business to, to, to seek her out. I prayed. <laughs> I prayed. I fasted. I, I reached out. And finally, to God be the glory, finally, she contacted me. And so here we are tonight with this awesome testimony, this wonderful woman of God, Miss Ebony Canyon. And she's going to tell you in her own words her story, and I want you all to listen very closely because she has um, written a book, and I am going to bless 
someone who is listening in with an autographed copy of that book. I'm going to ask a question. You are going to have to answer that question correctly. The first person that will answer that question correctly will receive a copy of her book, Left for Dead, free of charge. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you tonight Ebony Canyon. She's a mother, an author, an entrepreneur, she is owner of Survival Story Tees, and she's author of the book, Left for Dead. My sister Ebony, it is a pleasure and an honor to have you on tonight. I'm going to bring you on, and you can just start wherever you like, because truly, your life from beginning to right now is full of awesome and wonderful testimonies. Well, let me first start by saying thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share my testimony with with others. It's such a blessing to even still be here to share and then to have a platform to share my testimony on itself is a blessing. So I just want to thank you for that opportunity. Oh, you're Um, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Um, But just to tell you guys just a little bit um, about my testimony, Um, I've been through a lot, but God has also brought me through a lot. Um, At the age of nine, uh, I was molested uh, by a family, a close family member. At the age of 14, uh, I was raped by a family friend. Um, Just to fast forward just a little bit, um, at the age of 21, I married my childhood sweetheart, and he died in a car accident. He was killed a couple months after uh, we were married, and um, after after he was deceased, um, a couple of years later, I ended up looking for love in all the wrong places, trying to fill that void, a void that I now realize only God could fill. Um, but I ended up trying to fill that void with another man years later, and I ended up in a domestic violence relationship. And um, I left him, and ten years later, uh, at the age of 34. Um, it was my birthday weekend. Um, I was out with my sister, a couple cousins, and um, we were out, you know, celebrating my birthday weekend. It was June 30th, 2012. And um, it was about 2, 2.30, 2.30 in the morning, we ended up going back to my sister's house. And once we got to my sister's house, there was a, a car in the driveway. Um, at this time, you know, we weren't expecting anybody at this time. We were getting ready to, you know, go ahead and, and turn it in for the night. Um, but my sister, the car was in the driveway, like I said, and my sister proceeded to blow the horn, asking the car, you know, to get out of the driveway. Uh, the car refused to get out of the driveway. Um, my grandmother just so happened to live a couple of doors down from where my sister lived, so we ended up parking down to my grandmother's house, and we ended up walking down to my sister's house. Now, mind you, as we were walking down, I didn't even want to go out this night, and something said, you know, just stay in the house, Ebony, stay in the house, Ebony, but as we were walking down, I felt it in myself, like, this is why you wanted to stay in the house. So I always tell people, if you have that gut feeling, any intuition, anything that's something that's not right, you know, go with your gut feeling. Go go with that voice in your head because that voice is usually, you know, God trying to warn you about something. Um, but once we got down to my sister's house, there were um, five females in the car, and they proceeded to step out of the car, and my sister realized that she knew one of the females. She had actually gotten into an altercation prior to this night with one of the females. Um, so, you know, naturally, of course, you know, my sister, she's upset because, you know, somebody's in her driveway at 2.30 in the morning 
if you leave that your, your driveway, you know, automatically, you're, you know, you're not going to be too happy yourself. Um, but words were exchanged, and they ended up um, leaving out of the driveway, but they didn't leave the street. They ended up bagging into a driveway directly across the street from where my sister lives. Um, they got out of the car. Uh, they were arguing again. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to keep the peace in the situation. I'm telling everybody, you know, I'm getting ready to be 35 Monday. My kids are at home. You know, everybody just leave. It's just not worth it. Um, but one of the females decided that she wanted to fight. Um, she ended up hitting me, and I did defend myself, and, I, you know, I fought back. And a fight broke off between the five females in the car, and it was four of us. Uh, my nephew came out of the house. He ended up breaking up the altercation. Uh, we, we, you know, we're thinking things are, you know, said and done because I'm standing directly. I go across the street, and I'm standing directly across the street from where they're parked at. They get in their car. Um, I see the headlights come on. I hear the engine roar. I'm thinking they're leaving. You know, they had the option of either going left or right, you know, in order to leave. Um, but instead, they ended up hitting me head on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at this point, of course, you know, my family has told me, you know, what, what, what went on because I was up under the car at this point. Um, but my family told me the car was barely going. Uh, it was smoking. My body was up under the car. They said they didn't even realize where I had went because it happened so fast. But my nephew saw a blood streak going down the street. He said, my auntie's under the car. My auntie's under the car. And they were hitting the car, you know, trying to get the females to stop. Um, but they kept going. Um, they ended up dragging me almost 200 feet with my body folded up up under the car. And once the body turned, I mean, once the car turned the corner, my body was released from up under the car. Um, I ended up in the hospital uh, for four months. Um, I was in a coma for almost two months. They actually told my family that I wasn't, you know, going to live. And if I did, I would be in a vegetative state. Um, but by the grace of God, I woke up, when I woke up out of the coma, I couldn't feel from my neck down. Uh, but by the grace of God, I am now walking with the aid of a cane and leg braces, and I am here to tell my testimony, and God is absolutely awesome. Wow. So so you go out this night, you're not expecting, you know, anything. You're celebrating what's about to be your 35th birthday. And mm-hmm. the altercation that happened even before had absolutely nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, correct. That's crazy to think about it. I, I've been noticing myself that most of the time the person who's injured or, you know, dies or whatever the case may be, the situation actually has nothing to do with that person. Mm. And and so you said they they kept going. So after they turned the corner and your body came from underneath the vehicle, they didn't even stop. They didn't stop at all. They actually, well, the, the driver actually ended up, because I'm in Ohio, and the driver actually ended up fleeing to Florida. And they went down, they found her in Florida, and brought her back to Ohio to face charges. And so... Where is this? Where is this lady now? I assume she's locked up. Well, she's she's not. She's not locked up. Um, they ended up charging her with aggravated vehicular assault, and the judge ended up giving her five years probation, and she ended up uh, making her pay nine thousand um, dollars to pay for my therapy. Now, it's this happened in two thousand and twelve. It's now two thousand seventeen. To this day, she's paid maybe about a thousand dollars towards that. 
but after the sentence was, was read, uh, I, I was crying. You know, at this time, I was in a wheelchair. My family was on one side. Her family was on the other. And I was, you know, I was bored, and I couldn't believe that somebody literally almost took my life and you're going to, you know, give her five years probation. Um, but I was crying and crying, and my oldest son, he knelt down to me in a wheelchair and said, Mom, don't we know God? And I looked up at him, and I said, you know what, you're right. And from that day on, I never cried about her sentence, that is. I never cried about that, and I used every bit of anger, bitterness. I used that to fight to walk again. Wow. I'm I'm just, I'm still in shock because I would have thought they would have given her um either attempted murder or attempted vehicular homicide, I mean, uh, something and, and some sort of, of jail time, but to give her just probation and then, you know, have her, her be free again to possibly, you know, do this to someone else without any uh, harsh repercussions, I know that must also, you know, have played a, a very detrimental part in, um, in in your mind, you know, you having to overcome that. But thank God for your son speaking life <laughs> into you at that time. I, I just can't imagine, you know, the way you were feeling at that time. Yeah, because I, I actually found out that this wasn't her first um, assault. She actually had an assault case prior to mine, and she got probation for that also. Oh, wow. And then I just, re- yes, I just recently found out that she's actually obtained a driver's license in Florida. So, you know, I'm trying to contact judges, you know, just trying to do what I can to prevent this from happening, you know, to anybody else and, and their family. Because my family went through an awful lot with this. So, you know, I'm just trying to prevent this from hopefully, you know, not happening to, any, to anybody else. But I have forgiven her. I honestly, I have forgiven her, and it's it's more for myself than her. Um, I know that, you know, she's continuing on with her life, and, you know, there's no need for me to hold on to bitterness, you know, and anger. I, I've got to let that go and, you know, just pray that she finds the God that I know. Amen. Amen. That was going to be my next question, so that you know, that's totally, <laughs> that that's so important that that we are able to forgive those who have wronged us, you know, no matter what it is, because the the forgiveness is for us. There is no way, and I spoke in a segment last month, but there's no way that we should give someone else that much power and control over our lives. And that's what unforgiveness does. We, we are still a slave to that person. So I uh, thank God that you were able to forgive her um, for that. Um, also, you know, your, your story is so awesome. I remember going through Facebook and seeing a video that someone had posted, and the video was talking about how the health insurance uh, wouldn't continue to pay for physical therapy for this young lady. And because of her son, you know, encouraging her and, and that she was able to walk again. And I saw you comment and on that particular video and say, that young lady is me, and that's my son. <laughs> so, yes. so tell, tell, tell the, um, the audience about that. That was another, I'm telling you, it was like divine connection because I'm just looking. I just happened to get uh, this video on my feed, and I'm looking at it, and I just happened out of all those comments to see you say, 
that was me. And so that was even more of a powerful impact, more of a testimony to add on to what I was already <laughs> um, seeking you for from the, the from survival story of the accident. So tell us what happened with the, the insurance. Was it, was it private care insurance, commercial insurance, or was it the auto insurance that, that refused to continue your physical therapy? Well, it was actually uh, Medicaid. Um, they, mm. I guess it's a certain amount of time that they give you, a certain amount of weeks that, they, weeks that they give you, you know, in order to advance or in order to, you know, that they take care of for your physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And I got to my maximum amount of time, and I knew within myself that I wasn't done. You know, mm-hmm. no insurance company can tell me that this is it for me, this is all God, this is last, last. God is going to take you to, you're done. And, you know, I knew that within my heart. And I had got myself down and for a second. And my youngest son, he was at the time probably about 11 years old, he said, Mom, let's go outside. We're, we're going to finish this. And, you know, he helped me learn how to walk again. You know, he kind of, I remember myself helping him, you know, learn how to walk. And then to see him teaching <laughs> me to learn how to walk is just, it was so amazing. It's such an emotional, you know, feeling. But he helped me out so much because of him and, you know, him walking up and down the yard with me. And, you know, then we, as time went on, we started to walk around the track together, you know, and things like that. Him teaching me, you know, how to speak because my tongue was nearly severed. So mm-hmm. I had to learn how to eat and, you know, do every speak and do everything again. Uh, but my, my youngest son, he, he helped me out so much, and I, I just thank God for him. He's such a blessing. Wow. So how many children do you have? I have four children. I have uh, three boys and one girl. And so I know the the first um, the first son that was the oldest son that reminded you of the power of God when you were there in the courtroom, correct? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now this correct. is this, <laughs> and now this is the youngest son that's teaching you to walk again. Yeah, it's so amazing. I said, some of the things that, you know, we teach our children, we think they're not listening. <laughs> we think, you know, I'm just speaking for no reason they're not listening, just to hear everything that I had instilled in them, you know, just to treat people kind and help people whenever you can and to always have faith in God for it to come back on me when I was down and out for them to tell me what I, you know, spoken to them was just, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's an amazing feeling. And it's, it's such a great, a great, great thing. Yes, yes, it is, and I'm just, I'm, I'm sure that this had um, a tremendous impact on the lives of your children when this happened. Of course, you know, being five years ago when it happened, um, how did they all, you know, how did they all take it? I mean, how, how were they? Are they okay now emotionally from everything that has happened and seeing their mother go through this traumatic experience? But yet be a living, walking testimony, has it changed and impacted their lives in any way? Uh, well, from the beginning, uh, my husband, he was actually killed in a, in a car accident. So to have their mom, you know, well, I'll say to have the devil attack in the same manner because I always say, you know, he's trying to take, take us out, you know, with the same technique and it didn't work. But for to have their mom now be hit by a car, you know, and almost go the same way their dad went, you know, they, their strength is amazing. They, you know, they told me, of course, you know, they went through it, but they said they knew to pray. They knew right then and there when they saw me in the hospital swollen, you know, and things like that. They knew, you know, this is the time to pray. This is everything that mom taught us. This is 
we need to use this right now. So, you know, of course, you know, they went through it for a while because, like I said, I was in a coma for almost two months in hospital for four. So, you know, they were basically, you know, at home with, with my sister and, you know, themselves for a second because my oldest son was 18 at the time. Um, but, yeah, it, it took a huge impact on them, a very, very huge impact on them. But to this day, I, you know, I believe it's, it's made them stronger and let them realize, you know, that no matter what life hands you, you know, you can make it through as long as you believe in God and believe in yourself. Everything is going to be okay. Amen. Amen. For you, for those who are listening, I am speaking with Ebony Canyon. Um, she is giving us her awesome story and testimony. And um, Ebony has written a book uh, called Left for Dead. And Ebony, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience how they can purchase that book? You can purchase my book at um, www.survival. Story T's, that's S U R V I V A L S T O R Y T E E S dot bitcartel dot com. And you can also um, follow me on social media at Instagram and um, Twitter at survival underscore story. And then I'm on Facebook at Ebony Canyon. And the links are on, on all of my pages if you want to support and purchase your copy of my book. Amen. And I will also, on um, my website, which is www.myscarsministry.com, uh, post your information on there where they can go and uh, purchase the book and follow you. Also, her last name is spelled C-A-N-I-O-N. Again, that's Ebony, E-B-O-N-Y, C-A-N-I-O-N. And I will also post it on the My Scars Ministry Facebook page as well. Also on uh, the, the My Scars Ministry Facebook page, I'm going to repost that, um, that video, the video that shows uh, your progress, shows that when you were in the hospital, shows you um, the tubes and you being swollen up uh, to the now. And then the other one there was your testimony because – I'm I'm just amazed at God. There is nothing too hard for God. And I I love on the front of your book, um, you know, where you just you just look so you look so at peace. <laughs> you know, and yeah. and and it's titled Left for Dead and you 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 say I saw the headlights. I heard the engine roar. That was the last thing I remember. And, you know, just to know that you were actually left for dead. But look mm-hmm. at you now. Everything the doctor Amen. said you would never do again, you have proven that God is yet in control. And um, you said something so profound because your story is a lot like my story. And when you said you weren't going to go out that night, but you did anyway, that was the same thing that happened to me the night that I had my accident. And wow. And I, I wasn't going to go out, and it actually was one week before my 40th birthday. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm telling you, God put us together for a reason. Wow. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> and and my story, you know, is, is somewhat similar. You know, I, I, I went out, um, my vehicle flipped three times, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it, 
hit the cement medium wall and it landed on its side and my window was down so my left arm was dragging down the highway for about a half mile with my vehicle and so um I'm blessed to even have an arm you know it should have been it should have been laying in the middle of the highway so I'm really blessed to have an arm and I had five surgeries on the left arm and I broke the right arm and I have you know uh, instrumentation, pins and plates everywhere. And I was bedridden for um, almost six months. And they, they said I'd never use my left arm and my hand again. And if I used my right arm and my hand, it was going to be iffy. And I mm-hmm. had to learn how to do everything again as well. I had to lay in that mm-hmm. bed and depend on everybody to feed me, bathe me, brush my teeth, mm-hmm. you know, comb my hair, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went mm-hmm. through physical therapy every other day for an entire year. Wow. And, um, yeah. So so our stories are so similar with, especially with the doctors, saying what we would never be able to do again. But praise, mm-hmm. look how God orchestrated everything you know he told each of us you'll never be able to do this again but we Mm -hmm. overcame that by the blood and and by the grace of God here we are together experiencing our own scars but sharing our testimonies with everyone else showing them just what God is able to do despite what man says despite what man says so I praise God for you. I thank God for you because you truly are an inspiration. If anybody goes on there and sees those videos and reads that book, they will see what an inspiration you are. And um, anybody even listening to this broadcast tonight or that will call back in and listen to it, I'm sure will be blessed. Those that are sitting at home that are, you know, giving up, that say it just it can't be so, when they hear your testimony and my testimony in this broadcast tonight, they have to have a change of heart. They have to seek God and say, if he did it for them, I know he can do it for me. Yes, Amen. Right. So I, I just, I, I thank God for you. So, um, and, and so go ahead and tell us what, what you're doing now. I, I saw that you were um, also going to be founder of the Survival Story LLC. It's going to be a 501c3 nonprofit. Have you uh, established that yet, or is that still in the making? That's actually still in the making. You know, of course, you know, that takes, you know, money. And right now, you know, I'm, you know, I'm still struggling, but my faith isn't. So <laughs> I know that one day, you know, it's going to come. It's a vision that God put on my heart and on my mind. I know that he didn't put it there and wouldn't put the resources behind it. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's definitely, yes, it's still manifesting, but it's definitely, you know, going to happen. Um, but I've been blessed, you know, to go around from different cities to tell my testimony, you know, tell to give God the glory for everything, you know, that he's done for me. So right now, you know, that's just my mission right now, to get anywhere and, and everywhere and, and tell my story. So I've, I've been doing speaking engagements. Well, that is, is wonderful. And, you know, if anybody is having any upcoming events, uh, church events, any type of empowerment seminars, et cetera, reach out to uh, our sister Ebony and, and bring her in so that she can share her testimony because I tell everyone we overcome by our testimonies. You know, we're not supposed to sit on these things. And um, I know that when I first had my accident 
and uh, I had all these these visible scars. I I was ashamed. I wanted to cover them up because people looked at me all weird, and uh, I didn't I didn't want to be asked the questions. And then I had uh, someone tell me that as a follower of Jesus, we have to carry our own crosses. He carried mm-hmm. his cross, and she said the only difference between Jesus carrying his cross and me is I'm carrying my cross on my arms. Amen. And when she told me that, amen, for you as well, she said, so never be ashamed to show your scars again. And so now I I show my scars openly, and I call them my conversation pieces. They're my testimony conversation pieces, my, my tattoos, because, you know, when people go out and get tattoos, they get them to share a story. They have a meaning. Uh-huh. Well, our scars share a story. They have exactly. a meaning. Exactly. Amen. Exactly. So our scars will bring many people to Christ because of the testimonies, because we're not holding it. We're out there to, to spread the goodness of God and, and spread, you know, how how great he is. How, you know, I laid in that hospital bed and, you know, not once did, because my my situation is a little different, because even after being in the hospital all that time and being unable to do anything when I came um, home from rehab, my husband left me five days after I got home. Oh, my. Oh, my. So, yeah, not only was I trying to heal physically, but now it was an emotionally physically, spiritually, right. because none of the church family was there. You know, um, no, the friends that you thought would be there aren't there, but mm, God sends mm-hmm. people to be there for you that you don't even expect. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, yes. And then people started, you know, to, to fall away afterwards. Those people that had helped me all the while mm-hmm. I was in the hospital, you know, they used to come in and feed me and cut my food up. And, you know, when I, mm-hmm. when I get out, they, they lied on me. They were gone. And I couldn't mm-hmm. understand why. <laughs> it happened wow, to you too, huh? this is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is and, and, with the exact same thing. Wow. Really? Wow. But let me tell you. Everybody who was coming to see me in the hospital, I mean, day by day by day by day, as soon as I came home, it stopped, and I couldn't understand it. But let me tell you what God told me, and maybe this will help you as well. God said, just because I sent someone in your life to help you to get to your next point or to your destiny does not mean they're your friend. Wow. Praise God. He sent them Lord there for us. a specific reason. They're there for a specific reason. And when their time is up, they're gone. And mm-hmm. you just have to let them go. Amen. Amen. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I promise I'm so glad I met you. I am so <laughs> glad. You're such a blessing. Just to oh. hear somebody. You know, I, I've spoken with people you know, who've been through, you know, certain situations, similar situations that I've been through. But just to hear you, it's kind of like, you know, we, we live the exact same story kind of, you know, and it's mm. just such a blessing to hear encouraging words from you, from you, you know, the encourager needs encouragement, Amen. you know. So just to hear it from you is, is such a blessing to speak with you. You have no idea how much your words just gave me a, an extra push, you know. Mm. So it's such a blessing. Wow. Mm. God makes no mistakes. 
Absolutely. He makes no mistakes. (laughs) You know, and and he had me seeking you out for a reason. And so, you know, we're there. This is a divine connection. You know, our scars are connected. (laughs) Our scars are connected. And so we're here to make a difference, you know, in the lives of others. And whether, you know, I, I don't know what he has for us in the future. I don't know if it's a collaboration. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I told you earlier, for you, I see I see movie. I saw a movie Amen. for mine, but I, I definitely see a movie for yours. <laughs> definitely. Praise God. Let's claim it. <laughs> yeah, so we will be walking in that. And, you know, even I'm waiting on the numerous phone calls and emails that I'm going to receive from this interview, just from people saying, you know, I listened to her and everything that she went through, and, and I'm just like, I can't believe it. You know, I, it gave me strength to want to move on. It gave me strength to push on. It gave me more faith in God because I know that's what it's going to do. You know, it's all about healing. And so, you know, mm-hmm. in order to heal, we have to open up and we have to reveal and then once Amen. we reveal, we had we face that thing head on, and so mm-hmm. we're here. We're here now to help others. We're here to help. Amen. Others. We were saved for a reason. That's right. Amen. Amen. So again, um, tell everyone where they can obtain your book and how they can reach out to you. If um, again, if you want her to come share her awesome testimony at one of your church events, at one of your empowerment seminars, uh, women's events, you just reach out to her and bring her in. I, I promise you that no one will leave the same. Amen. So Praise you can go God. ahead and, and share that at this time, Ebony. Uh, well, you can um, reach me uh, for speaking engagements or church conferences, whatever the case may be, in order to tell my testimony at uh, story at gmail.com. And you can purchase your copy of my book, Left for Dead, at www.thesurvivalstorytees.bigcartel.com. And then also you can follow me on my journey um, on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at survival underscore story. And then I'm on Facebook at Ebony Canyon. And the email and the links uh, to purchase my book are on each one of those social media sites. Amen. Thank you for sharing that information. And, again, tonight one special listener is going to be blessed with a an autographed copy of her book free of charge now you have to go to my scars uh, ministry facebook page and i'm going to post a question on there and the first one to inbox me with the correct answer will get a copy of ebony's book Left for Dead, free of charge. So, again, that's My Scars Ministry Facebook page. My Scars, S-C-A-R-S, Ministry Facebook page. Not the group, but the page. And I will um, be posting this broadcast up there along with the question. And if you answer that question correctly and you're the first one to get it right, in my inbox you'll receive that free copy of the book. And, um, Ebony, I am so 
happy to have had you on tonight. It's truly been a blessing. It's truly been worth the wait, even with us conversing here with one another tonight and opening up and sharing some of our own testimony with each other. We we have learned some other things, and, and God doesn't, he doesn't do anything by mistake. Everything that he does has a purpose, so I know that there was a purpose for our coming together. There's a purpose for this broadcast. And um, even if it was just to encourage you to continue on, you know, in your journey, because as you said, the encourager needs encouraging. And sometimes it gets hard and people just think you, you know, they think you're superhuman, and you know, <laughs> and you've got all this superhuman strength. Oh, you've been through so much, girl, you can handle it. You can go mm-hmm. through this. And not realizing that, you know, even though you've gone through those things, we still are human. We still have emotions. We still hurt. We still cry. And, you know, even with me, because I'm a pastor now, so I'm carrying, you know, on the the burdens of of many others, you know. And even though you you try to leave everything at the altar, some things just stick with you, and you just have to fast and pray and get through those things. But you have been such a blessing to me tonight, and I just appreciate you for coming on. And, and then another thing we have in common is we're both from Ohio. Yes. <laughs> we are both from Ohio. So that's yes, another thing. So I'm telling you, God, God is amazing. <laughs> yes, he is. He absolutely is. Amen. So um, do you have any closing remarks for our listeners tonight? Um, I just want to, you know, say that, you know, never give up. No matter what situation comes to you, you know, never, ever give up. You know, life is going to hand you certain things. That's that's something that's definite, you know. There will never be all good days, you know. So when those bad days come, you know, believe in yourself, believe in God, and know that there are better days ahead. Um, and then it's also as far as, you know, beauty or women, you know, love yourself. You know, love what you can't change about yourself. You know, I'm literally scarred from head to toe, but, you know, when I walk out the door, I, I have my head up and, and I know that I'm beautiful. I know that I wear yes. my scars. My scars don't wear me. Amen. You know, so I just want to, you know, in, encourage you ladies to love yourself, love your flaws, you know, things that are different about you. That's what makes you special. You know, so love yourself, and, you know, I just want to tell you guys, God bless. You know, keep your head up and, and, and shoot for your dreams. Amen. That is, that is beautiful, and I love that. Um, I wear my scars. My scars don't wear me. That's a T-shirt, girl. <laughs> That's a T-shirt, girl, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Are you going to see me walk around with I wear my scars T-shirt, okay? <laughs> but, yes, yes. But, you know, I, I, again, I thank God for you coming on tonight. And as we end this segment... And, and thanking this dynamic woman of God for coming on and sharing her, her story, her testimony, giving us awesome words of encouragement. I'm going to end it with her very own words. She says, I am nobody's victim, only victorious. I'm a survivor of the unthinkable and a believer in the undeniable Jesus Christ. That's awesome, Ebony, and I, too, stand with you on those words from my scars as well. 
I thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on Scar's Talk with me tonight. I'm sure that I'll be reaching out to you in the future, collaborating on some things, even having you as a guest once again. And um, I appreciate you. I love you. God bless you. And until we meet again, you continue to walk in your healing, your deliverance, and your testimony. God bless. Amen. God bless. Thank God. As we're ending our awesome interview tonight with our sister, Ebony Canyon, author of Left for Dead, truly she has an awesome testimony. She should give you inspiration to know that God is able. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could even think or imagine. This sister was in a coma for two months. She was told she'd never be able to do anything again. And look at God. Look at her today. So we praise God for you, Ebony. We thank you for taking the time out to be a guest on Scar's Talk tonight. We appreciate you, your awesome testimony. We know that you have given others encouragement tonight. You have stopped many of us in our tracks from complaining of things in our everyday lives that we should be grateful for. So we thank God for you again. I want to remind you all that I am going to be giving away a free autographed copy of her book, Left for Dead. You need to go on to My Scars Ministry Facebook page, hit the like button. You can follow me on Twitter at My Scars Ministry. Or you can go to the website at www dot myscarsministry.com I am going to be asking a question on each of those places and so the first one the very first one to give me the correct answer will get this free autographed book by our sister Ebony Canyon left for dead and truly it's been a pleasure to be here with you uh, sister ebony i look forward to having you back with us again as you continue on in this journey again i'm speaking into existence movies um, documentaries that will be coming up i know that uh, you should be able to get uh, speaking engagements for, for women of empowerment or even men, people that just need encouragement. They need to hear your story. And I love it. Her scars tell a story that must be heard. And that's what got my attention because my ministry is called My Scars Ministry. And they come from my scars. So we share those scars, but we also share a God, a God that is faithful, a God that is good, a God that will never let us down, a God that will never let you down. No matter what you're going through tonight, don't you dare give up. Because guess what? This is the place right here. This is the place where scars turn to stars. God bless you all. Until the next podcast, this is Pastor Monica signing off saying, I love you, God bless you, and keep looking ahead.